Good evening and welcome to everyone's favourite Korean football podcast, 48 Shades of Football. Um, recording on a Tuesday night here in Seoul. Uh, we did had plans to do it on Monday, but plans change. People drink too much. People can't be asked to come to the game. Mark? <laughs> I guess that is. I think, I think you, Stevie's gone one better today. He hasn't even bothered to come <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Either that or he's had some major plastic surgery in the last week. Yeah. Stevie, you're looking a lot hotter than you did last week. <laughs> actually, last week Stevie was sweating quite a lot, actually, so he was looking pretty hot then as well. But, 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 yeah. but yeah, Stevie's not here tonight. Uh, unfortunately, he's been uh, detained. And that's why we've chosen the uh, intro music that we did. Because we're we're obviously missing him, definitely. Or at least, or at least we would be if he wasn't replaced by someone who looks twenty times better in half his face. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you want to say something? Not just half. Only only half his face. That's a bit rude. That's a third of his face. <laughs> I guess we should introduce our, our guest host for tonight. Um, hopefully, she'll do a little bit more than the last female guest we had. Who, she slept in the corner. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> she, she didn't make take one, take two, which, take three. Which we've used once and have used <laughs> yes. but, And she does still listen, so we should, probably shouldn't make too much fun of her. Oh, we to lose listener 22. Okay. Plus she'll be in Cheddar at the end of the month with us, so she might take her revenge then. Oh yeah, so. thank you for booking the accommodation as well. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll see you there. If any other of our listeners want to come to Cheddar at the end of August, then... Let us know. You know the uh, the contact details for our Twitter, our Facebook, our email address. Just just in case you're actually looking for Jeju on the map, you'll probably find it under Jeju. <laughs> just like Jamsho and Jamsho and Tegu and Degu. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, if you if you're looking for it, don't contact Paul. Yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll, you, you guys, you listeners, all know Mark Kelly. But today we've also got Kelly, or should that be Gelly? <laughs> so I, can, so I, I guess. Can, so I can fit in with Mark's Hitlerish pronunciation guy. Look, you can't speak Korean or English. <laughs> Wel- welcome, Gelly. Welcome, Gelly. How are you? Annyeonghaseyo. You've got to speak English. <laughs> yeah, if you speak Korean, we'll get too many listeners. You have to speak in English, all so no one else follows us, yeah? All our Korean listeners listen for one minute and they think, I can't understand what the hell Mark's talking no, about. No, I was waiting Mark to pick me up, like, 안녕하세요, it's not right. It's like, 안녕하세요 or something. Oh, no, I, just, for you. I, just, I just pick up Paul. All oh, right. Yeah. And that's how I met him, it was in a bar yeah. up, up Homo Hill. I thought you meant literally. You <laughs> <laughs> just picked me up in here. That was only that show. one time in St. John. That one time. <laughs> when you carry me up the flight of stairs <laughs> to stop me fighting. Yeah, you deserve it. Anyway. Anyway, I know we said we've not got much contact, not, not got much to talk about this week, but I think we should probably get on to the little that we do have to talk about. Yeah, we had like three and a half minutes in already, yeah? Okay, yeah, so. Uh, where do we start? We're going to start with the East Asian... Football Federations Cup, or we're going to start with the K-League Challenge? Well, seeing as Steve is not here to kind of force us to do the K-League Challenge, let's start with the East Asian Cup. And seeing as Stevie's not here, we'll get on to some of the things we've been wanting to talk about forever, like... Uh, referees. Referees in the K-League. <laughs> and one-footed players. One-footed players. players. <laughs> uh, but we'll get on to that a bit later. So we'll start with the East Asian Cup. Yep. So we've seen... Uh, the women are playing their second games tonight. We just watched the Korea-Japan game. 
Um, the men have played one game each, the second game is tomorrow. What, what have you seen so far, Mark? Um, so far, I've, I've just seen most of the female games. Um, now there's is, a surprise. <laughs> which is strange enough, because I don't normally watch female football, but uh, I did watch the game on, on Saturday when Korea beat China 1-0. Yeah. Um, as we just said, we just watched uh, Korea beat Japan 2-1, a fantastic kind of last-minute strike from a, a free kick by uh, John Gaul, who plays for Incheon Red Angels. Yeah. Um, thank brilliant, you, Wikipedia. Brilliant, brilliant goal. <laughs> brilliant goal, yeah, brilliant goal. Uh, obviously, the North Korea beat Japan as well, so it looks as if it could set up a, a kind of all-Korean female winner-takes-all um, final game in the yeah. last day. Yeah, it's just presumably... Friday, I guess? Friday, yeah. Because the, the, the male final is on Saturday or Sunday, yeah? So, uh, so the... The South Korea just played their second game, and North Korea are going to take on China starting about 20, 20 minutes or so. I think so, yeah. So we'll get, so put we'll, on. We'll get that in the background, and hopefully we'll be out of here before it actually finishes. So we'll leave you in the lurch. But if we're still here at midnight when that's coming to an end, then just there's no hope for us, really. <laughs> Pretty much. And the thing is, if we can get out of here by 11 o'clock, then it means that we can actually blame Stevie for every single time the podcast goes beyond 11. Yeah. Where Stevie's been blaming me for the last like 27 episodes. Yeah. Um, right, so that's a wrap. I think we've talked about everything. Let's go. I think so, yeah, let's, let's go. There's a, bar, there's a bar next door. Um, I didn't watch any of the male football. I don't know if you've watched any of it, Paul, or, or, or seen the highlights, but I know that North Korea shocked Japan by beating them. Two late goals, right? Yeah. And then Korea beat China. It was also a shock as well, to be honest. <coughs> I expected China to be a, a lot better. I expected China to actually Kelly shaking her head and saying no. This must be some anti-Chinese mentality in the corner there. <laughs> That's because she's probably supporting Taiwan or another, right, another non-Chinese country. Um, I was actually surprised. I mean, like the Chinese squad does boast Zheng Zi and Sun Qi. Like Sun Qi was a guy who was scoring all the goals at the Asian at the Asian Cup earlier. How, how's his Chinese pronunciation, Kelly? <laughs> Can't understand. <laughs> What's well, because I'm talking about Chinese footballers and you don't know anything about Chinese football? If I was saying Shanghai and Beijing, you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, say that again. Shanghai. Uh, there's no need to. What, what, what's the capital of China, Mark? I haven't lived in China for like eight years, though, have I, Paul? <laughs> anyway, back to. Um, I assume the first guy you were talking about was the guy that used to play for Charlton, right? Zheng Zheng Zhu. Zheng Zhu. Yeah, the defender. Uh, no, the. The captain, the, I think. Yeah, the Chinese captain, yeah, he's yeah. defensive midfielder. Yeah. I don't know if he played for Charon, but he, he did play for Celtic for he, one he season. He played for Jarlton for a season, right? Played for Jarlton, did he? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, I have no idea how you, how you, you pronounce his name, but at Celtic we called him Zheng Zi. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I care about, do you know what I mean? That's what we called him. They, I mean, no one else had to call him JJ, we called him Zizi. Um, that was his song, so... We actually had two Chinese players. Uh, we also had one called, I guess my pronunciation is wrong again. Chadari was Korean. Let's, Jube. let's get it right. Jube. Jube, he was like seven foot tall. Yeah. Played 25 minutes and we lost 2 0 with Clyde. <laughs> so you did away with him? Yeah, pretty much. You say, do we? We're doing away with you now. I think, I think, I think he might have in the back of a trunk of a car. Probably next to a V girl. But, um, uh, so yeah, the captain is playing like. Sunki, Sunki, Sun. I have no idea how you pronounce it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish we'd done this in the bar before we came over here, but um, he was a guy who was who was outstanding during the, the the Asian Cup. 
So I, I really thought China had a chance. Nah. China or China? China. China, okay. Yeah. I really thought China had a chance, but obviously not. <laughs> I mean, if you want to get pumped 2 by a poor Korean team, then you have no chance, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But some Chinese good players, they were not selected. They were yeah. injured and, like, the manager yeah. is not... It's what's-his-face playing? Gao Lin. Yeah. He is. His shit. <laughs> but they actually have something like eight... Guangzhou Evergrande players? Yeah, Guangzhou, yeah. Like they have eight, from but Guangzhou. not Gaolin. Yeah, Gaolin's from Guangzhou. Uh, yeah, like they have eight, the eight of their players and four Jiangsu Sainte players, right. or whatever they're called. But Korea have a Guangzhou player. As his captain. Yeah. yeah. Strange enough. And his vice captain is also from not the key league. That, that, that just shows that, that he's the driving force behind Guangzhou's success, right? Oh, well, yeah. And not. Not the eight players that are for China. And not Cheng Z, whatever you know what we're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, he quite interesting that yeah, that they want to know. I, mean, I was really surprised by that. Have you seen the goals? Uh, I have to admit, I haven't. The first goal was a, a typical Pak Jung effort, mm. not scored by Pak Jung, but but it kind of he got it in the area and he, he tried to shoot and it bounced off his shin, bounced two metres in front of him, so he, he sort of ran on and shot again. It was a really weak shot that kind of dribbled into the goal. <laughs> so it's like any, any Korean national team goal over the last 20 years. Yeah, uh, the second goal, I can't remember because I was a few beers in by then. Yeah, I was a few beers in before the game started, and so I missed it. Plus Kelly has uh, switched over to watch the uh, awesome. charity shield, so I was watching on my phone. Uh, I, I don't understand that last... <laughs> yeah. Was the, the charity what? While while Celtic were uh, starting their league defence by beating Ross County, Ross County two 0 on Saturday though. Yeah, and then on Sunday Aberdeen were beating Dundee United, and I was stuck watching bloody Arsenal play Chelsea in one of the worst games. Yeah, the best game I've seen this ever. week. But also, uh, I did hear that uh, again. Arsene Wenger refused to shake. The hand. I mean, this is not a good job. a football podcast, but no, that was a good job. I had it, it did it again, yeah. Like you refused one more yeah, time, twice, yeah. <coughs> which is the second year in a row, yeah, or some second season in a row, yeah. I guess that's for whatever reason. Okay, yeah, so. but yeah, uh, who who notched up the, the goals? Was it? I'm, I'm assuming he he joined up, scored, and I'm assuming he can host scored as well when he's returned. <laughs> it wasn't Egan. Egan was not in the squad, is he? No. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, at I was convinced he was last week. At least you remembered his name now, rather than <laughs> that guy who was always doing this and saluting. Um, oh, it was uh, Kim Sung Dae and Lee Jong Ho. So Kim Sung Dae, I'm assuming from Pohang. Yeah, and Lee Jong Ho, who is the Chun Nam guy, right? The Chun Nam guy who made a big deal of like high fiving Uli when he scored in the in the All Stars game. So obviously did him a favour there. Yeah, I mean, good, pretty. Good result, as I said. I was kind of surprised by it. So you think they'll draw with Japan tomorrow? The, th- the thing is, though, I mean, I, th- I think they, I think I kind of thought Japan would would have done pretty well because they, they, they have uh, Usami playing, the guy who scored, you know, the, the couple of goals or the hat trick against FC Seoul over the two legs. Yeah. Scored uh, like twice, I think, against. Um, Songnam, at least once against Songnam. So I actually thought they would have they would have done well, but to lose to no two one in North Korea is probably not, especially when you've been leading for the whole game. Do you so know what I mean? So all the reports were Japan are playing really badly, but they're one 0 ahead. 
and mm. in the last 10 minutes North Korea scored twice yeah to win 2-1 so yeah, um, I guess after the first game anything could happen right we'll have more of an idea tomorrow yeah. after the second round but uh, I, I mean I, I do hope that obviously Korea beat Japan and it, and it goes to like an all Korean uh, kind of face off in the last day you think North Korea will beat China um, if you'd asked me before this well, weekend, I said no. Kelly, nobody can see you nodding. You have to say yes or no. Or no. <laughs> I'm, I'm beginning to learn that when I describe goals and say it went like this, nobody, right. no, none of our listeners know what that means. Mm. I think North Korea could win the whole tournament. Well, that means that's not going to happen because every time you say something's going to happen, yeah. it never does. It's <laughs> interesting because like, I wonder if they, if they actually win the tournament, I wonder what they'll do. Back in North Korea, because you know how, like, if they lose right. to Brazil, like six 0 they tell everyone that they beat Brazil twelve 0 Yeah. So if they win the tournament, like, what will they actually do? <laughs> like, what will they tell them? Well, we actually did win something. Got an apartment or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I don't know what they'll tell them this time, yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see what happens. After the the North Korea Japan game the other day, they had an inter- interview with the North Korean manager. He's not very North Korean at all. He was like smiling and yeah, looked like mm. a really happy chap. Yeah, normally, North Korean guys are like very sort mm. of stern and fierce, and but this guy was like a sort of typical addition you might see on the subway. I guess he's just beaten Japan, so I guess like, that's got it. I mean, they, they even even now if they if they if they lose the tournament and if they finish third or last, even I don't think they can finish last now, but <clears throat> I guess they can. But I mean, if they finish, you know, I mean, like low in the group, they they've still won a game, which is something I guess they should be yeah. kind of happy and proud of. I think the surprise to me is Korean women, Korean women opening with two wins because I don't know that much about women's football, but I understood that North Korea are quite strong mm. in women's game, China are quite strong in the women's game, and Japan are quite strong in the women's game, and North Korea, uh, South Korea are probably the weakest of the four. I yeah. would have thought, if you'd asked me. Did anyone ask you? No. <laughs> we should have asked you last week in the podcast. Quite your own record. But yeah, I mean, great for the females. Uh, hopefully the males can repeat it tomorrow night, and yeah, it would be great to see both teams bring the bring the respective cups home. And if they can't score a free kick like that tomorrow, they should bring that bird into the yeah. men's team. And I mean, I don't think anyone would notice the difference. Well, no, she was stacked. <laughs> she was yes, more than the average. <laughs> and what would we have said if Kelly wasn't here? Yeah. <laughs> If Kelly wasn't here, we would compare her to Stevie. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, I guess that's all we can talk about for the East Asian Cup for the minute. Uh, Kick-off 15 minutes ahead, so we'll we'll get that in a minute and have it on in the background and talk about it as as it happens. But uh, in the intervening 15 minutes, I guess we'll do a review of last weekend's challenge games, of which I had the misfortune to actually watch one. Yeah, I watched it on my phone. While well, switching between Afri- <laughs> Africa girl, girl videos, right? So I had... If you actually watched 90 minutes of that crap and not switched over to some <laughs> porn or something, I, I salute you. I had, I had CSI Miami, uh, like six episodes in a row on the TV. Yeah. I had uh, Africa TV on my laptop. Uh, and I had the... You had Kelly next to you doing what? Uh, 
<laughs> I had the game on my phone. I, I thought you said you said I had, and then you pointed to Kelly. <laughs> oh yeah, and just for the benefit of the listeners, he pointed to Kelly and sort of said, "Gave us a filthy wink." <laughs> just so everyone knows, I was actually not at the game. So uh, yeah, Kelly was at the game. You know all the dirty sexual looks Stevie was giving me <laughs> last week. Mark's giving them to Kelly this week. <laughs> it was pretty bad last week, yeah. I think we were jumping table on Mountie at one point. You tried it last night. <laughs> And when I turned him down, that's when he went on a massive bender and ended up going, going home at 9pm. Yeah. Or not. Or not. As the case may be. So, Kelly, I guess you being at the game. Yeah. Uh, your first Elan game. Right. Did you have your leopard skin print on? Like I told you, I almost fell asleep. <laughs> I was drinking coffee instead of a beer. Just to keep you through the game, yeah? Yeah. It was that bad, yeah. It was like watching uni teams play. And good friend of the podcast, Crystal, who got held up, so she couldn't make it before half-time. And she got here just as the second half was starting. She gave us a text saying, you guys said it was shit in the first half. Should I really pay 12000 to come in and watch the second half? It was 12000 Yeah. Yeah the, yeah, the cheapest ticket is 12000 Wow. Exactly. That's 2000 more than Songnam. That's pretty insane. That's 2,000 cheaper than FC Seoul, but... Mm. So, it's 2,000 when I take beer uh, bag searches. Could you get beer in? Did you have to buy you beer inside? Get, you okay. can get plastic bottles of beer in, I think. Okay. Right. You struggle taking in. They, they do a cursory bag search, so it'll, like, make you open your bag in. Yeah. Did you guys smuggle beer in, or...? No. Because Stevie said we could get, get it in there. And then it turned out he kind of lied. Because they've got, like, a mobile... They've got a mobile mm. CU. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. Which doesn't sell beer, and they've got their craft beer truck, which sells rank craft beer. For me, thousand one a cup or something? I don't know. Six, Kelly treated one. me, so. <clears throat> it was six, yeah. Six thousand. So, the game was shit. Yeah. You had to pay 12,000 wine. Yeah. There was no real good beer. And I had to sit next to Stevie for two hours. For two hours. Well, you do that in the podcast anyway, so I guess it was just like a normal Monday night. And it was too quiet. Without the beer. Well, at least he's not here tonight, so I'd have to repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> Without the beer and the dancing girls. Okay, so what was the score, Paul? The score on the board is 1-0. Deserved victory for the 1-0 winners? No. The goal was... Uh, actually, I had to look at the replay on YouTube today to f- figure it out, but the goal was actually a lovely pass from Chowani to mm. Jimmy Ngu, who sort of trapped it, lost his defender and banged it in, so the goal was well taken, but I think that was probably the, the only chance over 90 minutes they had. There was one at the end, but he, was, he seemed to be clean through, yeah? Uh, and it, yeah, yeah. With the last, but he, he, I mean, he didn't get a shot mm. off, yeah. he just kind of like fell over the ball, almost, yeah. yeah. But Anyang had probably... A couple of headers, a yeah. couple of headers, couple of shots, just couldn't get anything on target. I, I guess it's the... There's a, a clear difference in quality between Jimin Gu and whoever was playing up front for mm. Anyang. Yeah. So if Jimin Gu if Jimin Gu had been playing up front for Anyang, they, they probably would have scored three even before uh, Elan had their chance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, second half it looked as if Anyang were the better team, which I found quite strange because Martin Rennie said that Elan started the second half really brightly. Um, I, 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 he must have been talking about Jimin Gu's hair. It was the only bright thing <laughs> that was wearing Elan shirt. Uh, I was really surprised by them. I, I, I haven't like seen a couple of 
games and been at Goyang and well, watched that free flow and Goyang, they, they played really well, didn't they? And they mm. deserved to score four. But yesterday it was, it was poor, to be honest. Okay. Can I just check what the uh, attendance was? Because they announced two different attendances yesterday. They yep. start, started well, off by saying it's one and a half thousand. It was 2,300 and something. And then they, then they added a thousand on later. And, like, yeah. It doesn't give you a ten. Uh, yeah, yeah 2,500. So they, obviously someone did a tie because the first, the first attendance they announced was 1,560. Of which 90% were paying guests and 10% were shoe mascots. And okay. They got four, had four mascots, right? They've got this kind of weird thing which is supposed which is like an animal dressed up as Martin Rennie in a suit mm. <laughs> and then they've got two other ones which were Bill and Ben or whatever they are don't know what they are and then they have this shoe this bright orange like New Balance trainer <laughs> well they they released a new top next two weeks time 17th got any predictions are they going to stick with some kind of leopard print or well I think they have to consider the whole Low and low park. I think they have no choice now but to keep going with some from a leopard print. I think that's going to be their thing. Um, so yeah, I guess it'll be some form of leopard print, but hopefully a little bit better than the one they currently have. It's a bit of a, I mean, a bit of a waste of money for all those people who actually bought one, and now it's going to be the obsolete after only half a season. Mm. Crazy, crazy. Of course, the other thing to note from this game was a good friend of the podcast, Austin Berry. He played really well. Did he? Yeah. No, but yeah, he he did play really well. Apart from when he conceded the goal, mm. because he was turned, he was smartly turned by Jimmy Gu. Yeah, he was turned left, on, left on the floor. But apart from that, yeah. I guess the other big surprising uh, score, I guess, not that beating Anyang one was surprising, but I guess the, the other score was Suwon City lost two um, one. At home to Butchan. That, that was a six-pointer, right? Yeah, who are now threatening to make the playoff. And they're level on points with Suwon. So, yeah, so they. A couple of goals behind. They beat Suwon 2 1, which gives them, as you said, level on points. Three wins in a row now, unbeaten in at least five. Uh, only two goals behind, so. So they could find themselves in the playoff sp- spots. And I think. I could be wrong. Probably I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I thought they played Elan next game, but Suwon played Elan next game. And Puchum, uh, we'll get to that in the previews a little bit later on, which we're going to do in great depth with our our resident challenge expert not here to give us the yep. inside. Sangju, horse home again, 4 0 over Goyang. Yep. Um, probably not unexpected. Uh, Daegu drawn with the police was probably unexpected allowed Elan to leapfrog them which I guess when you consider the fact that they've got six goals better it's like three points better as well isn't it really yeah so Elan should probably unless they keep going on with these FC Seoul Cheongsu-esque 1-0 wins yeah in which case Daegu could could catch them catch them but you'd have to imagine that Elan <coughs> as long as they match Daegu now for points between now and the rest of the season, they're going to finish second, yeah? Yeah. Which gives them... <clears throat> so I guess looking at the table, Koyang is starting to drop down, right? So they're yeah. losing, starts in danger of losing touch with the uh, the playoff places. I think a few weeks ago we said that 
we thought Sangju Seoul and Taegu would all make it, and then it would be one of either Suwon or Koyang. Yeah. And now it's looking at one of either Suwon, Puchon, or Koyang. Yeah. Which for me, I really hope it's Puchon. I think it would be good to see. Yeah. I think it'd be good to see Puchon, who were the laughing stock last year. I mean, everyone, you know, like they were, everyone was beating them at the finish bottom. I think like they were a bit of a embarrassment. Uh, it would be good to who, who scored for Puchon this week. See them. Check that. I can check that. Um, I believe it was. Um, looking in again, yeah. Yeah, penalty. Which I think he, that's a few goals he's 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 not stopped since he since he joined. More in the few games he scored than Almir has in the whole bloody season. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, Nam again getting a, a disappointing uh, away draw. It's gonna leave them rooted at the bottom or second bottom. We all know Anyang is actually at the bottom. That was another six-pointer, wasn't it? Yes. Kang won. How, how have they drawn one all and Kang won have managed to go above them? That doesn't make sense. I, I question the validity of your table there. Well, it's not my table. <laughs> it's soccer this table. But yes, that would make absolutely no sense whatsoever. It should be as is, unless someone got unless they were com- so completely identical it went down to who had the most yellow cards over the season or something like that. But no, I mean clearly it, isn't the case. No, because the goal difference is uh, well, it's on goal difference, I guess. But then it should have been the same before. Right. Yeah. So, so I guess it, I guess it was the same before. Maybe that green arrow was just incorrect. I also think that um, that Spanish player made his debut for Suwon over the weekend. I ah, did he? A YouTube video of that him coming on. She 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 yeah. I saw a, uh, some, on my Facebook wall a video appeared of him like coming on as a substitute, so I assume that was. That's pretty crazy. That's like, uh, yep, he came on uh, 20 minutes ago, I guess, 25 minutes ago. He got a yellow card. Yeah, it's a really strange move. Suwon City getting a a Spanish uh, player who played in the second league last year. That, that is weird. I still think he believes he, he, he's played for Suwon Blue Wings. <laughs> I see Almir wasn't even in the Puchon squad. That's probably why they're winning. I think his, his multicoloured boots, or his n- numerous sets of different coloured boots, gathering dust in his, in his cupboard somewhere. But anyway, I guess we'd love to be able to give you more detail about the uh, Challenge League, but we don't, really care about we, it. we don't give a shit. Stevie's <laughs> not here to defend it, and... Uh, even if he wanted to, we, we don't have the knowledge to uh, yeah. go into it in any more detail. So. I mean, probably the only thing challenging about the league is actually pronouncing some of the players' names. Yeah. Should we go on to talk about referees, or have you got something else to talk about first? Um, we will get to referees in a minute, but while we've got the Sockaway page open, uh, we noticed a couple of weeks ago there's, a, there's a, a function where you can click on the league table and get various uh, set up various parameters to decide who's top, top of the league under that parameter and we know something interesting about the way that the the, the, the league table works out if you set it to who who would be top of the league at, at half time mm. and I, I guess also that it, does, it doesn't have a, a function to do that but if you set it for sort of 80 minutes or 85 minutes Tejan would be a lot better off than they would than they are yeah, based on the number of late goals that you conceded but we've got this thing to do it by half time so and there's one now to North Team Korea. White. North Korea. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know yeah. who that is. Should, should also say we just put the uh, the women the women's the women's football on and North Korea have taken the lead after four four minutes. Oh, that's a horrendous goal. Uh, How do you get muscled out a ball from there? Especially when you look like a man anyway. 
we'll let, let the women carry on playing in the background, uh, get back to the league table. So we've got it set up so you can see what the league table would look like at half time. And what what does it sh anything spring out to you? Anything look interesting there? Uh, well, from a Songnam fan point of view, uh, we would be in the playoff spot uh, fighting Dejan for relegation, and literally only five points away from relegation. Uh, you know, the, the interesting thing is, I saw that Songnam are the only team in the K League that have never never dropped points after going ahead. Uh, that's probably correct. Yeah. So if they if they go ahead, they win. Whereas other teams have like gone ahead and drawn or lost, but some of them have won every game in which they scored the first goal. That that doesn't really surprise me purely because they're a tough team to beat. When because they defensively they're a tough team to actually score against, uh, unless it seems your your um, soul. I was going to say Pohang, but anyway, <laughs> let's go with soul then. But yeah, they, so the first thing that, that, that I noticed is that uh, Songnam would be sitting bottom, and, and we'd be uh, fighting for the. Um, the relegation spot uh, or fighting against the relegation spot I think the other thing that, that obviously jumps into your, your mind is the fact that Osan would be top on goal difference um, look quite how that works when they have plus 6 <laughs> and <laughs> so on a plus 8 I'm not quite sure how soccer has managed that but anyway it's another, um, it's another the road <laughs> yes. but they would be at the very least first or second Plus, if we'd have done this like a month ago when we discovered it, they'd have been well clear, wouldn't they? Yeah, they were well clear then, yeah. So I guess, again, Osan seem to do, have a far better um, record in the first like, 60 minutes than they do in the last 30. Um, Suwon, pretty much the same. Still second, still sitting second. Chunnam still third. Still third. Puang fourth, as opposed to what, they're fifth or sixth in the league at the minute? Fifth, so. fifth or sixth, yeah. Yes. Uh, John Book, the big one in, in fifth. Obviously, John Book... Uh, come back a lot in the second half. Yeah. Which their recent 3-2 uh, victory or 4-3 victory over Dejan proves. Like, um, I think a lot of this goes to to show you, I guess, what what the what the, the manager is capable of doing at half time. Obviously, the Ocean manager is not capable of motivating his team and turning them round. A half time, and in fact, the, he must tell them the everything's okay. <laughs> everything's okay, boys. Just keep doing what you're doing. Ah, oh, shit, it's not. Uh, whereas the greatest manager in the league, <laughs> you would have to say, is Kim Hat Bum. Kim Hat Bum and uh, Che Young right? They're, they're the guys that can inspire their players to. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know it's not going to sit well with you, Paul, but Che does a pretty decent job as well, getting his team from seventh up to sixth. Fourth. Fourth, yeah. Fifth. Fifth, yeah. So, I mean, you have to look at the three managers, probably yeah, Che, uh, Actually, Kim and Kang, yeah? In, in the early days of uh, Che's re regime, myself and good friend of the podcast, Alistair, used to take the piss out of Che all the time because they'd play the first half, blind, have a blinding first half, and mm. go in, he'd give their team talk, and they'd come out and play shit for the next 45 minutes. So. Which seems to be what, what Ulsan uh, are doing this season, yeah? And Pusan as well, right? So Pusan, Pusan is sitting there in sixth, when in reality they're second bottom. They're right? second so, bottom, yeah. So yeah. another, well, I guess I guess they got rid of their manager now, but in the clearly in the first twenty or so games when he was manager, he was not doing a good job of geeing them up at half yeah. time. But yeah, so you have to say that looking at that table, yeah, the best two managers in terms of motivation, in terms of uh, kicking ass at half time, Kim Hak Bum and Chikangi. Of course. Unfortunately, 
unfortunately, from my point of view, the league titles are not decided at halftime. <laughs> and so, when you do it uh, over the course of 90 minutes, obviously John Book are uh, romping home, yeah? So, obviously we've identified which teams are doing well and doing badly in terms of league position, but in terms of points gained and lost in the second half, can we get that? So, of the, of the four teams we've identified, right, Ulsan... Ulsan, who are sitting top at half-time on 38 points. Uh, after 90 minutes, they're 10th on 24. So that's 14 points lost 14 in the second half. 14 points lost in the second half, yeah. Uh, Chombuk? Chombuk, uh, at half-time... We're sitting on only 29 points, but at full time we're sitting on 50. That's a massive, like 21 points. Yeah. That's like seven games they've won purely in the second half. Busan. Uh, Busan, uh, half time Busan would have 28 points. Uh, full time Busan have 20 points. So they lose eight points. They lose eight points. And then Songnam. Songnam, uh, half time Songnam have 23 points. And full time, Songnam have 34 points. So they gain 11 points. But even Tejon, right? They've got the ridiculously low points tally of 8 at full time, right? Mm. But at half time, they've got 18, mm. so that's 10 points they're just throwing away. And I would imagine that most of those have gone in like the last 5 or 10 minutes. Yes, yeah, I would think so, yeah. Think about all the points they've thrown away in the last couple of weeks, losing yep. 90th minute goals. But, but they threw away 3 to John Boot, 3 to Seoul. There's 9 already. Yeah. No, plus six. Those three plus three is six. <laughs> Every day of the week. So does the same apply to the challenge? I mean, is it, are there the same sort of big shifts around? We'll have a look at it. Sangju would still be top. But the big surprise, I guess, or the big difference is Goyang. Goyang would be sitting second. Uh, which I think also ties in with what we saw up at Goyang as well. If I'm not mistaken, it was one each at halftime. Yeah. And then like 4-3 or 4-2 by the end. Uh, so Goyang seemed to just like, collapse uh, in the last 10 minutes of games or so. Again, Buchan look as if they're the ones who at half-time can turn it around. Uh, Buchan would be sitting in ninth. Yeah. Whereas, in reality, they're sitting in fifth. And then you've got Kangwon who's sitting in fifth at the half-time table, but yeah. well down the bottom. Well down the bottom, yeah. They're sitting, actually, they've been Buchan with swap places. I think it'd be interesting if you get side-by-side, side because I think Kangwon... So they've got 27 points at half, as of half-time, right? But as of full-time, they've not got that many more, right? 23 points, so they actually lose four yeah, points in the second points. half. Whereas other teams are presumably winning winning points. And well, yeah, Buchan, by, by full-time, Buchan have 30 points, for example. But by half-time, Buchan would have 22. So they're like a, like a couple of games better off. I think that's quite interesting looking at the, the half-time table there. Um, and I guess we'll sort of keep looking at it, maybe re revisit this around about the time of the split. Yeah. Sort of see which yeah. teams would have made the top split at half-time as opposed to yep. not. So that's, what, 10 games time? And then revisit it for the Challenge playoff, I guess? Yeah, and then revisit it for the end of the season to yep. see if Chumbuk would have been the league champions at half-time, which... Based on the evidence so far, they wouldn't have been. Yeah, as opposed to Songnam, we're going to have a late dash up the table and win the league. You should give, give a, send a text to Kim Hapong saying, just win everything at half-time yeah. for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> and Kim, we trust. <laughs> so, um, just before we get into talking about referees and one-footed players, I think we've got a, a guest Kim, here today. 
just, just before we bring in the guests, can I just comment and say that the Chinese goalkeeper is pretty hot, by the way? <laughs> it's not that. It's not the one that like a dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she's she's, she's pretty. She's, yeah. she's kind of pretty hot, yeah. Yeah. So you guys talk about whatever you want to talk about, and we watch the football <laughs> for the next five minutes. Okay. It is quite famous in China. Is she? Yeah. Like she's just because she's pretty. She is really hot, actually. Yeah. I mean, just not to say that not many of the Chinese team are not hot. But the ones that look like blocks. Anyway, that's anyway. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of hot Chinese women. Well, I was going to say Chinese women, but okay. Yeah, she's she's pretty. Yeah, she is kind of cute, isn't she? She's mm. pretty hot. Yeah. Oh, 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 go! That was wow. that was well taken. <laughs> what a strike by. By you, we. We Junction. <laughs> we Junction. That was a cracking strike. Two 0 North Korea. Where are defenders? Jesus. Oh, you can totally you, open. But you can't defend a goal like that. I mean, that, that, I mean, if that was scored by Ronaldo, we'd be watching it. The time and time. Okay, maybe not. That was a deflection. Yeah, deflection. The deflection. It was by the captain as well. Yeah. I guess. The, so the captain's armband somewhere in there. Ah. Well, it's 2 0. Wow. The North Koreans are, are going to bring it home. Well, China not supporting them anymore. Talking of China, mm. uh, obviously you grew up watching Chinese football. Yeah. You're from Dalian. Guangzhou, I assume. No. No? <laughs> I thought Guangzhou was the only team in, in China. No. No. Dalian not. So you're from Dalian. Dalian. Yeah. What about the Dardian? No, we won eight times in ten years. I don't know. Maybe you did, but where is it? <laughs> <laughs> like north, south, east, west. North east. North east. Okay. Yeah. Quite close to so. So Anjong one played in Dalian. Ah, okay. I know Anjong one. Hair care. Hmm? On the rock football forums, mm. Anjong one's nickname is Hair Care. Okay. Because he's like so sort of. Yeah. So they won eight. They won the Chinese league eight times in ten years. Yeah. And then what happened? Then they group sold out the team, and we don't got any money. We started selling players, and we got relegated. That's it. That's exactly what happened to Wednesday. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen to FC Seoul as well over the next couple of years. <laughs> you laugh. That is exactly what happened to Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. So Dalian itself. The, the team you used to support when you were younger, Dalian Shudder, doesn't exist, right? It's, it's yeah, now called Dalian Wanda. It's, it, yep. it's the same team, or, is, or are they actually... It, it was the same team, just changed so the, the group. So it so had a new owner and they changed the name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, almost, almost. China, China almost got one back. <laughs> more voice ah. What do you almost think about the North Korean goalie, then? She's yeah. quite... She's quite. She's quite. <laughs> she she kind of does remind me of uh, Kim Jong Un, but with the hair, <laughs> the, the hair at the side pulled in. Um, she's not the broadest. No. I don't think she said. I think she said that with her face, which maybe why she looks so bad when she stands up. <laughs> That's interesting. North Korea are humping them. But in the Chinese league, right? You've got massive yeah. distances between, like. It's not like Korea, which is a relatively compact country. Right. You've got, if you want to travel from Dalian to Shanghai or yeah. wherever it is, presumably it's a massive distance. So do many fans go away? Well, I travelled like 24 hours on the train to Shanghai 
to watch a game. In a nice first-class bed? No, on a seat. A hot seat. So, yeah, go ahead. So you travel 24 hours to watch a game? Yeah, yeah. So you would, you, you would class yourself... Each way. Each way, yeah? Yeah, each way. So you, you would class yourself as being a football fan? Yeah. So my why, father why the hell do you support Arsenal? <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Why do you support Arsenal then? Dennis Bergham. Who doesn't like him? Who doesn't? Okay. Me. It, 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 should, be noted, it should be noted that uh, Kelly does have an Arsenal cell phone cover. <laughs> uh, and as if that wasn't enough to, take, to get kicked off a football podcast, she also supports Arsenal because she finds Dennis Bergkamp sexy. Sexy. Or I like him. <laughs> um, which, Isn't which, to be perfectly honest, is the main reason why I'm now cheering on, on the Chinese women's team to win the East Asian Cup. So I guess, I guess we're both the same then, yeah? Yeah. Penalty, a pen- penalty. What for? What? Penalty to China for a foul outside the box. Handball. Amazing. Handball. It can must, be a penalty. Must be a handball. Oh, was that? It, it had to be because the play was outside the box when that was called back. It's the Chinese player shot it in and it hit a North Korean player and bounced out, but it must have been handball. Let's have a look. She looks at Ki Sung Young. Oh, that's a definite yeah, handball. handball. Every every day of the week, unless that was a, an FC Seoul defender, in which case. <laughs> I'm like an Incheon fan. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So right. North Korea. Uh, so we're going to abandon talking to Kelly while, while they take the penalty. Just for 10 seconds while China. A um, little, little bit of argy-bargy there from the... What did she grab? <laughs> yeah, well, what, what's Vinnie Jones going to grab in this game? <laughs> I don't know. I think so this could make it interesting. Could make it 2-1 before half-time. So is it going to be a goal? Uh, I'm going to say yes because that North Korean keeper looks horrendous. Is it going to be a goal or is it going to be a pizza advert? It's going to be a goal. Kelly. Okay. Goal. Has to it. be. Yep, I could be. I could be a pizza hutter. I guess next week. Bishanko. Okay, so this is the the longest penalty wait ever. But <laughs> while we're waiting, I will tell you something about Cheung Su. No, <laughs> it's just coming up. It's coming up. I'll, I'll tell you in a minute after the penalty's taken. Then it's, it's quite relevant. Does she look confident when she's standing there? I don't think so. It's been a long time as well. I think she's going to sky this now. Oh, yep, easy. 2-1 China. 2-1 uh, North Korea. Goalie went the wrong way. <gasps> pretty, pretty ridiculous goalkeeping there, to be perfectly honest. Okay, so just to come back to it, every time Seoul get a penalty, Che Young Su decides which way the goalie's going to dive. He's got a system where he, he, he signals. Mm, really? No, yeah, really? He sign- if you watch him... It's what I found out going on a Korean football podcast last week. If you watch him, every time they get a penalty, he signals like this or like that, which means any sort of communicates to one of the central defenders who trots up to the goalie and says, dive this way. That's ridiculous. That's probably one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. That's like, why? What is, how, how does Chi Yun Soo know what way the guy's going to go? But he definitely does it. If you, if you next time Seoul get a penalty, you watch him and you'll see Trey going like like this or like that. Oh, when Seoul get a penalty? When, yeah, yeah. When, no, sorry, no, when when the opposition get a penalty. Okay, yeah. So it's like t- telling the Kim Young Day Kim Young Day or dive left, dive, right. dive left or dive right. Really? This, it's all decided by Trey Young And does Kim Young Day follow that? What I heard from talking with the Korean guys who told me this is that they follow it. They followed it every time except one. And the one time he didn't do it, Che was right. <laughs> okay. So now he just follows it religiously because it's better to be 
wrong with the manager. It's better be to, it's better to be it's better to be wrong and follow what the manager said than to be wrong yeah, and go right. against them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially like, I mean, like, Chase the kind of guy that you wouldn't want to go home like two pounds short in your paycheck to. He kind of looks like he could throw a, a bit of a tantrum. Yeah. So. I mean, he doesn't throw him on the pitch or throw him in the dressing room, but he kind of looks like a bit that he could be a bit moody and and, uh, and not talk to you for it for a while. This is a pretty pretty interesting game. So the other week. It's a shame Steve is not here to keep the podcast going till midnight. Yeah. <laughs> It's a shame we're going to have to end it up at half-time, isn't it? But yeah, so the other week we got a penalty against Inchon, right? Uh, not against Inchon, against... Well, no, yeah. Inchon got a penalty against... Mm, against it was saved, yeah? And it was mm. saved. And then Choi Young-soo oh, was right, like... Right. That's ridiculous. Oh, really? Yeah. He told him which way to dive and he followed it. <gasps> Choi Young! Choi out. <laughs> okay, so... Before that penalty rudely interrupted us, we were talking about you taking a train for 24 hours to get to Shanghai. Yeah. It was a... Was that you as, like, was that a whole bunch of fans, or...? No, me alone carried, like, 200 shirts. Because if we won the game, we would um, win the league for the eighth time. Like, five games ahead. But? I can feel a but coming. But, yeah, but we lost to Shanghai. And I was crying, covering my face, and every, like... All the journalists was like taking photos, but I didn't have my parents, so I was like carrying my face. We, we've all been there where we've been trying to avoid the cameras because we're not supposed to be at the football. And <laughs> I thought you meant we were trying to hide our face because we haven't told the parents something. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there several times. <laughs> what do you mean you're, you're in Korea? <laughs> <laughs> right, so when did you come to Korea then? 2008. And Full sentence, please. <laughs> Sorry, teaching mode there for a minute. <laughs> Is it one on one class? Because <laughs> yeah, Paul doesn't count, yeah. It's one on one and a half. You do, do realise you got to you got to give us a hundred thousand one each by the, when you leave here, right? Right. For the English class. <laughs> I charge way more than that, Chief. <laughs> oh, for English class. Oh, sorry, sorry, I thought it was something else. You also accept payment in non-monetary terms, right? Okay. Uh, so, you, so when did you come to Korea? 2008. And how did you get into supporting? How did you get into supporting Elan then? Why would I support Elan? I, th- I just thought since I saw you at the Elan game yesterday. Really? Because I follow you. That's why I went to the Elan game. Do support Elan. You're stalking me, right? No. <laughs> Do support Elan. How did you get into FC Seoul? Adi. You really have a thing for just like picking attractive and in your eyes footballers, yeah. Addy Bergkamp. Who Addy who was at the Elan game yesterday. So actually you you're actually stalking Addy. Yeah, I was stalking Addy. 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 Yeah, apparently. Someone said that, yeah. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, Addy okay. played for my hometown for six years. Ah, okay. Oh, you obviously followed the uh, Jimmy McCourt idea of um, supporting football teams then. Mm. Jimmy McCord, good listener of the podcast, good fan of the podcast. When he came to, always, he, always likes every episode I put up. Yep, he went twenty minutes. Yep, he went to, uh, he moved to Japan, and chose to uh, go to Tokyo so he could support uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, who was his idol at Celtic. Then when he came to Korea on, on vacation, he went. His first game was FC Seoul. He watched Chadori, uh, and then I took him to Songnam because they, because like Songnam fans sing Celtic songs. 
uh, and unfortunately he got he got in tow with Stevie and started watching shit at Elon um, and I never saw him again <laughs> and, I, and I, that's the truth <laughs> I didn't see him for the last two weeks he was here because <laughs> he would just be like I'm hungover dude and I never saw the guy after after Goyang um, so yeah cheers Stevie we you ruin someone's vacation yeah um, well either that or that girl we met on Tinder <laughs> so that was one of the two of them Elon. I hope he didn't get them confused. <laughs> That's why he never came back out again. He's like, I woke up next to Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> I know she says a big breast, but come on. <laughs> now let's get back on track. You came to Korea in 2008, and when did you go to your first Seoul game? 2008, I think. Okay, so you've been supporting Seoul for, what, six years now? Yeah, about that. Uh, well, like... In other episodes, the rest of us have talked about sort of how the K-League's progressed in the last few years. Have you got any opinions about how it's changed in recent years? Or well, I think I only watched so play in 2010 and 2020. And they both won the league. So that we're going to win this year now that you're back. Yes, I believe that. Which is what I've been saying since March, right? Seoul are going to win the league this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have been since, since the first podcast episode. Yeah. How does your experience of the K League compare to supporting the in in China? Is I think like about like five years ago, Chinese like K League is way better than C League. But right now, it's like lots of money involved, so C League is definitely better than K League. So there's talk that within a couple of years, that Guangzhou will be sort of. <laughs> Guangzhou is just like. Chinese Chelsea or something. So just about money, no history. Yeah, but I mean, the money they're they're investing in and the kind of players they're getting means that within five years they'll be able to compete with the major clubs in Europe. You sort of AC Milan's, you, you no way. Man United. No you way. don't think so? No. Never will because of the. Don't think so. Because of the quota. Yeah, because they're stuck to bring. Because yeah. they're stuck to having like three world-class players plus a decent Asian plus whatever shit they can find in China. Yeah. Yeah. So because of the seven did it all. Yeah. Um, that's what we used to call it in, in, in Scotland. Like in Scotland, we had the, we had the three foreigner rule. Yeah. But everyone called it the eight did it all because it meant you had eight Scottish people. Uh, Guangzhou will always have to have at least seven Chinese people in their team. <laughs> so they'll never compete with anyone outside of uh, Asia. And I, 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 th- I think that's where the problem comes in. <coughs> and where I think the Australian teams... That could end up dominating um, the the ACL. I mean, obviously, there's, there's none left in it right now. But mm. Australian teams have have their kind of quotas as well, right? They're restricted to one high play high pay player, and then everyone else is within a salary cap. Yeah, but I, I do think that Astu- well, yeah, I mean, they have a salary cap there, but I do think that you have probably more like decent good Australian footballers who go and maybe apply their trade overseas and then come back to Australia than you do with any other country in the ACL. Like you don't see that many like, Chinese players who, who, go, who go overseas and make a name for themselves and then come back to China. You, you don't see very, I mean, apart from Park Chi Young, who didn't really make a name for himself anyway, but other than Park Chi Young, like, who else has actually come back? I mean, Kim Bo Kyung would actually rather not play football than come back to. He'd rather to play Korea. in Cyprus than come back to Korea. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, I think the I ones think that's that come back are normally like massive failures, aren't they? Like yeah. like Chung Joo Go. Yeah. So whereas I think Australian players maybe tend to kind of go have a couple of years and then come back 
they don't they don't view I mean even for example Tom Tom Rogic yeah. who plays for Celtic he wasn't getting a game at Celtic he, he felt no embarrassment in being loaned back out to um, Melbourne or CCM like uh, he had be, like even though he was he had made the move to Europe or made you know they made the move to Celtic a bigger league or a bigger team at least he didn't feel any any embarrassment about being loaned back to the A League um, so I think that that's the difference like Kim Bo Kyung will not accept being loaned back to Korea he would he, he would view that as being a failure and I think that's probably the same with, with, with the Chinese league as well. Very few Chinese people go overseas and make it and then come back. But I think the interesting thing you mentioned there is like Kim Bo Young, right? He was planned, hoping to go to Blackburn. Mm. He made, he, he did, they'd agreed all the terms and he failed to get a work permit because Korea is not in the top 50, 75 yeah, in the world. Now, yeah. So he can't get a work permit to work in the UK. Well, it's, not, it's not just that, he also doesn't play mm. on the well, national team. I mean, but that's the thing. He should stay for players like him. Players like um, Egan Ho, they should stay in Korea, play in the national team, get five, six, seven, eight, ten caps, and then move. Not move after one cap. That's ridiculous. But the, the whole thing we were discussing the other week is that the way it is at the moment with Uli is mm. if you're playing in the K League, you'll never get a cap because he's pick. He's only picking. He's mainly picking Koreans who are playing abroad. But you probably find he will pick Egan Ho if he mm. if, if, if he starts scoring goals. Uh, for for John Book, he'll, he'll, he'll get picked. If Kim Bo Kyung came back and played for, I don't know who he, who he played for before, but if he came back and played uh, for Suwon or Suwon, like and, and was playing well and was like head and toes above everyone else, he would get picked. But what, what I heard is that he always wanted to play for Seoul, so if he comes back to the K League, he'll, he'll end up with Seoul. Yeah. That's what word on the street is, which explains why he's going to Cyprus yeah. <laughs> rather than play for Cheong Su. But I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's like that's that's where we are. We've discussed this in the past. I mean, it's like flogging a dead horse. But we've discussed the fact that Korean players leave far too early, and I think Kim Bo Kyung is the is the prime example of someone yeah. who like flogged himself too early. Yeah, came too early. Yeah, or went too early. Yeah, and I think he definitely should have stayed, or he should have taken the offer and moved to Celtic. We shake the ears. All right. So, just just before we wrap up, talking with Kelly, anything else you want to say about the K League or comparison between K League and the C League or anything at all? I have one quick question. If you've nothing else to say, I have a question for you. Just. Um... Okay, I guess that was me, there, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't care, Mark. If you have a question, you can ask your question. If it's not interesting, I'll just cut it out. <laughs> but yeah, so you just did. <laughs> Just bring more money in the K League, I will get better. But is That's that, that going to be like a temporary thing? In, in ten years' time, are they still going to be investing huge amounts of money there in the yeah, C League? I think or so. Yeah. You think? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so your answer is invest more money. Yeah. Go to more games, Mark. Okay, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> uh, my quick question, Kelly, is like obviously we've, we've been at. Guangzhou games that I've right. actually seen Guangzhou twice this year. Yeah. They brought like a full stand, probably more than any other team has brought. Yeah. Actually, they brought more fans than Seoul brought to the uh, Seoul Guangzhou game. They filled out their, their capacity at, 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 at Songnam. Yeah. They were loud, they were crazy, they were jumping about. The, 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 is that normal in, in Chinese football? 
Like, are they that passionate, or is they, are they just going like, to bust in? Wow. I, every Chinese person in Korea is shipped up. Just before Kelly, just before Kelly answers, let me answer on her behalf. <laughs> well, you've answered that before based on on, on your experience, <laughs> but your your experience is tainted because you you've seen them play a Korean club. I want to know what it's like when they play Chinese clubs. So when, please, Kelly. Yeah, but when Kelly was in, when Kelly was supporting this the the Chinese league, Guangzhou were nothing, right? But I'm just talking about Chinese fans in general. They do they attend? Because like, well, they have all these images and these ideas of like, the Japanese okay. fans who are, the, who are mental, crazy, and attend games. Do Chinese fans that attend games on mass when, when there's no TV just, cameras? Just before, just before Kelly answers, let me give, let me sum up the answer I gave you when you asked me, right? Because Kelly's probably not heard that episode. So, it's it was one of the early episodes. Yeah, one of the Champions League ones. Basically, I went to the FC Seoul away game at Guangzhou, right? Oh. The final. Right. Uh, what was two years, three years ago. Mm. Um, so second league. Uh, uh, second leg. Yeah, the second uh, away away in Guangzhou. Right. Um, just to sum up in one sentence, my experience was that it was it was pretty much like what you see of a North Korean thing. It's very choreographed. They're clapping in unison. There's no kind of I'm such an English teacher. <laughs> <laughs> There's no. No well. Yeah, it, nice. it's not. No. I mean, it, even to us, right? The the K League is very organised, where you've got the one guy mm, in the front of the megaphone doing everything. Right. But at Guangzhou, it's even worse. It's oh, like really? may, maybe the down the other end behind the goal, there was like people yeah, who were real fans, yeah. but everyone else around the sides was like just like so, like robots. It was and just like so. So, your opinion of your experience? Did you feel Chinese fans were passionate football fans when you supported them? Well, but when it's like um, for Dalian, they're relegated. They're mm. not in the uh, top league, and um, average fans is around like thirty thousand. Okay. Every game. That's why it's like uh, when I was six, my my father took me to the game, and the the whole stadium was packed. Okay. So that's kind of like what football. And like. one thing I don't like, uh, I don't understand is like. N- a Korean football K League is not shown on the TV mm. because my hometown, like, we have like one TV channel for film, one TV channel mm. for sports, one TV channel for like dramas and things. So we can see the game every mm. weekend, every game on TV. But like, you can't do it in Korea. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully this JTBC contract will change things next, next season. I guess then, yeah. You can see every game on online if you want. Yeah, but that's well, it's like, why would you want to look at like um, monitor instead Exa- of exactly. TV? Exactly, you want t- football on the TV, porn on the monitor, right? <laughs> Shit, monitor another go. No, no, this is replay. replay. Ah, replay. How many kids have you had? Okay, so what you're saying is that they should show more games on TV. Of course, they have to. Yeah, I I agree with you, but. <laughs> what annoys me is when, for example, in the in the Champions League, let's say Chumbuk are playing at home yeah. and Seoul are playing in Australia or China or wherever, right. and they show the bloody Chumbuk mm-hmm. game on TV, and they they what? And they don't show the they show the Seoul game like at midnight on well, a replay. That's the thing. It's like I like we have local TV. I don't think they should be showing home. I think in the way England's got it is is quite correct, right? They shouldn't be showing home games. That's the thing. It's like if you have local TV, so Dalian, they only show team like Dalian team play. Dalian. But games. even when they're at home. 
Yeah, doesn't matter. Like, so, so like, yeah. you were saying like, Chonbugan Seoul, right? Like, so Seoul, if they have a local TV, yeah. Seoul will so, show Seoul too. So most, most Seoul games are shown on TBS, which is a Seoul traffic right. channel, right? And Chonbuk? Chonbuk. If, if you look at, if you go onto the K-League website, you can see which channels are showing which games. And, and normally, a local channel is showing the local game. Right. So it's, but... It's normally the home game because they don't want to transfer their mm. TV equipment up to Seoul. To, really? let, let's say Seoul are playing Chonnam, right? right? If it's in Chonnam, then local TV in Chonnam will show it. But they but don't want. Seoul won't but, show and it. Seoul won't show it. But if it's in Seoul, then TBS will show it because they've got all their studios here. Uh, so what I'm saying is that that is harming it because people that would go to the game, they won't because they can sit at home and watch it in a nice view. But. When Seoul are done in Chonnam, I either actually have to go down to Chonnam to watch it, or it's very difficult oh, yeah. to watch. Mm. So what I'm saying is... It's Chonnam the same thing. There's a university, local university cable channel or something, that shows every Songnam game live, which is impacting mm. on an already small crowd, yeah. because the people are not watching it, because they can just watch it online. So for sure, like, Seoul's next two games are all Sanaway, Pusana game, both midweek on a Wednesday, right? Sure, show those two games on TV, because... Given the way that Korean companies work, it's very difficult for Seoul fans to get down there on a Wednesday mm. night. But if Seoul are at home on a Saturday, don't show that game in Seoul because people that might go there won't go there. There are there are definitely people who wouldn't go to the ground because they can just sit at home. Especially like when it, nowadays it's like really humid, right? It's hot, it's humid, it's not very pleasant to be at Sangam. So people think, oh, I can just sit at home and, with my air conditioning on and watch it on TV. Which is the idea of the UK, where the Sky Sports exactly, have, a, that, that's have, my point. have a contract where they're not allowed to show, and, and that includes Scotland. They, they cannot show Chelsea versus Arsenal in the charity sealed at the same time as uh, there's a game going on that that maybe that it may take fans away from. Well, that, that's another thing that I want to. If, you, if you're talking about that's another thing I want to bring up is how often have you, you know, there's a, a Seoul or a Songnam game on live, right? But you're stuck in the office, so you, you switch the TV on, and you're flicking through the channels and showing Bundesliga something yeah. replay from three months ago. Don't show bloody Bundesliga games at the same time as K League's happening. Have a blackout so that if, if it's a live K-League game, you don't show replays of EPL, Bundesliga, Spain, whatever, like two years ago, um, UEFA no. Champions League. You either show either show K-League or show nothing at all. Yeah, I agree. Because no one cares about K-League. But if they, if they can't watch it in the first place, like football fans, right? If they're switch, flicking through the TV, they'll watch football regardless. But if they've got a choice between watching... FC Seoul are watching Barcelona versus Real Madrid is of course is problematic. So, so that's what I'm saying. So don't show those kind of games when there's K-League games on. Yeah. Show them on a delay or something. Yeah. Or just, I mean, I don't actually understand why we watch replays of Song Hyun Min scoring a goal anyway. I mean, the thing, the fact of the matter is, like, like as Alison has commented on so many, many times, and I think we we'll probably maybe this will be the last thing we'll say about it. But as Alison has commented on so many times, like when 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 Man City won the league. In that dramatic last minute, when like, Sergio Aguero scored that header in the last minute, yeah. was it on Korean TV? You just got it because the Man U game had just finished because it was Park Ji Sung. No, yeah. no, sorry, you, vice versa. You actually had the Man City game on and not the Man U game on because Park Ji Sung might or may not come on for uh, Queen's Park Rangers. Yeah. It was crazy. 
they should have had both games on. They should have said, okay, SBS, you show that one. Okay, KBS, you show that one. But no, no, they both showed, like, part two song. When people were like, we want to be able to watch both games at the same time and see what's happening. But, but you could imagine a situation, right, where for last match of the season is Man City versus um, Chelsea. Yeah, and they're, they're going for the title. And but Korean, Korean, TV, Korean TV will be showing Swansea versus yeah. yep. whatever. Who else has got a Korean player nowadays? Some, uh, no, some don't do it. Is there Swansea? Swansea and the QPR got relegated. So oh, right. Yeah, the only, the only person in the Premiership, the, uh, the, the only Korean player in the Premiership is Keith Sunderland. But, but for example, back in the day, they would have shown Swansea versus Sun- Sunderland or yeah, right. whatever because they've got two Korean players likely to play there. And it's ridiculous, isn't it? Do you remember when they called it, do you remember when they built, uh, it was Swansea v Sunderland? And it was billed for a week on SPS. It was advertised for a full week on SPS, the Korean Derby. And everyone thought it was Suwon versus Seoul. Or Seoul v Suwon. <laughs> That's what everyone thought it was. And it was Swansea v, v Sunderland. It was Ji Dong Won against Ki Sung Young. She didn't even play. But, but other times, they've, they've advertised like, oh, our, our live match this weekend is going to be Swansea's Ki Sung Young playing against whatever. And then they find out 30 minutes before the kickoff he's not playing, so they switch to something else where another Korean's playing, or they switch yeah. to a completely different game. It's, it's ridiculous. Right, the second half of the Korea, North Korea China game is just about to start, so it's probably time we weren't here. Otherwise, we're going to end up losing our bet with Stevie. Um, just, just before we get into the previews for the challenge, have you got anything to say about the, your expectations for the, the second half of this game? Not much about that, about, I don't really have much to comment on my expectations. I'm kind of, I guess maybe we should see another couple of goals. But one thing I will say is that there's a lot of the, a lot of the players do look as if they, they could play in the other games <laughs> t- tomorrow night as well. <laughs> Especially the China team, there seems to have a lot of wangs in it. <laughs> they do look like they have a lot of wangs. <laughs> they have a lot of wangs in their team. <laughs> I'm sure there's a few wangs out there that shouldn't be there. Um, <laughs> So I'm, I'm a little bit concerned that, that maybe some of those wangs uh, should be playing tomorrow night instead of tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. And you're going to volunteer to test them all individually, aren't you? <laughs> I am. Start with the goalkeeper. Who's, who, by the way, is also a wang. <laughs> but she's a wangless wang, isn't she? Yeah, she's, she's wang F. There's wang A, wang B, wang C, and wang D as well. And she, she's the one person that looks like she hasn't got a wang. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Kelly, anything you'd like to add? <laughs> no? No, thanks. Should I just leave? So, so you two can talk about something. No, I no, no, we're done talking about wangs. <laughs> the whole wang conversation is now finished. We can move on to uh, the challenge, which is just full of pricks. <laughs> you, you can talk about... What? You can talk about guys that are playing the men's tournament that look like they should be playing the women's tournament. <laughs> There are a couple of metrosexual-looking... Who? Mm. Um, Come on, man, your rookie looks like he could play anywhere. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If he wasn't so tall and, like, yeah. Just don't say you don't go... He's not playing. He's not playing. No, right. He's useless. <laughs> in fairness. What? He's useless. But anyway... Anyway, anyway, quick, quick challenge preview. Um, I'd like to preview that Edongo will be playing in the challenge next year. I think it may be after he transfers to Anyang. But no, seriously. Uh, so that brings us on to the Paul. You wanted to run us through the games, or Kelly? You want to take us through the games? So nope. 
Still, oh, no one with a Chris Shepard's charms. I told them they really. Still no classic games this weekend because we got the, the final round of the, uh, <coughs> the East Asian Championship on Saturday, right? right. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. So uh, normal service will be resumed next Wednesday. Have a preview out some point. Yep. But this weekend we've only got challenge games, so I guess we'll go through them one by one, two by two. Yep. Um, okay. First up, we have Sylvan City versus Seoul Eland. Could go to that. Could do it, would do. Do you want me to drive you down to it? <laughs> Please. Uh, what do we think? <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, Eland will probably get a draw. I reckon nothing each, one each. Both teams have been, well, Eland, Suwon City haven't won in five. Eland have won two in five, yep, so. So draw. Draw. Okay. Chanji v Goyang, 6v7, uh, I think it's actually 7v6. I reckon that'd be a draw. Draw. Although Koyang have lost four on the trot, so. Uh, Daegu v Anyang, 3rd v 11th, 3rd v Bottom. Daegu haven't won in four. Anyang lost the last one against Zeeland, but strange enough, that'll be a draw. Draw. <laughs> uh, Brisbane against the Police. Home win. Uh, home win or a draw, but yeah, probably a home win. May go to that one this Sunday. Damn, probably can't. I think I arranged something. Not being cancelled. Um. Make go that one nice though. Make go that game. We could, do, we, could do, we could do our podcast on Wednesday this week. No, we could, we could do the, the transfer special. Mm. The, top, anyway. the top secret transfer special, which we'll talk about in a minute. Will we? Uh, Sangju versus Gangwon. That's the only game I think that won't be a draw. <laughs> so, home win? Home win, yeah. Sangju will, will probably extend their lead at the top. So, draw, 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 draw. Home win. win. Home win, yep. Uh, who's got the week off then? Kyungnam. Well, that was the challenge previewed. Hopefully we can keep the preview of, of, of the challenge at that length for the next few weeks. And that's what she said. <laughs> that's what she didn't say. Yes. <laughs> Talk about length. Given that there's no classic games this weekend, next week's episode will be a review of the transfer period. Okay. Hopefully. Okay. Oh! oh and how that get in? That was terrible. That was terrible. That was the equivalent of watching the American invade Inchon right through, right through the defensive line. That was insane. Jesus is. That was the worst defending I've seen since. No, it's not a home game, man. Like no one's watching it. Because it's women. That was insane. How did that go get in? Uh, uh, oh, the goalkeeper's uh, 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 all over the place. Goalkeeper. Goalkeeper got completely wrong-footed. And wrong-handed as well, by the looks of it. Let's see what happened. Uh-uh. Why did oh, she die? <laughs> the wrong side. The wrong player defended that. A wrong player tackled and knocked it. That's a good game. Two well, each. That, that number nine is completely a dude, isn't it? Yep. So with that, suddenly China looking like they're on top. After North Korea pretty much controlled most of the first half. Okay, I, I feel like we should apologise for the, the, the really quick way we've blitz through the uh, challenge previews there but I guess you and me don't really have the inclination or the knowledge to do it properly mm -hmm. and Steve's not here to bully us into doing it so uh, you want to talk about referees or <laughs> I don't think we have time do we it is 10 past 11 we just say we're yeah. going to be leaving by 11 so next week next week next week we'll, do, we'll be doing the transfer special going through all the, the key transfers that happened during the transfer window plus uh, a an in-depth review of referees' performance in the, the season so far, and maybe even bring up some uh, 
Some 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 one-footed players as well. Or three-footed players. <laughs> Which brings on to a point. Yeah. Uh, there, there, are some, there are definitely some pe- them people in this women's game that could have three pl- three feet. Bye.